Russell, thank you for hanging out for a few more minutes after the main discussion. I'm glad you you could find some time. I'm always happy to have a conversation with you, Matt. So thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, so this is the bonus episode of our discussion. And, you know, in the main discussion, we always like to dive into some like practical challenges to help improve learning development professionals. Um, and then in these other conversations, I like to kind of flip it around because we spend a lot of time in learning development talking about how we can improve others, how we can improve organizations. And it's great to sometimes reflect back on how we can improve ourselves. Um, and so I really just have two simple questions that I want to go through with you. And I think for your background, these will really, really apply. I'm, I'm really excited to hear your answers. And so so the first one is just when you think back on your career, um, what is maybe like the biggest challenge that you had to face? And how did you have to change in order to overcome that challenge? Yeah, it's a great question. And I'm, I'm hoping that people will be able to relate to that as well. Like for, for instance, I came from higher education. Uh, I was a professor in Southern California. And when I moved to the East Coast, very quickly realized that there just wasn't as much support over here for teachers. Uh, and it was a, a huge realization that I needed to take charge of where my career was and start to make that transition. So I learned where a lot of my limitations were, uh, a lot of practical skills that we had talked about. Yeah. So, you know, I was a Mac user. I needed to buy a new computer so I could use Articulate and upskill in that. And uh, a lot of times when I was learning these new theories or, you know, absorbing everything from YouTube, I'd put it into my little yellow journal that said instructional design on the, on the cover. But in reality, uh, I had to have a really deep kind of reflective process, uh, a time to think on how do I best learn? What are the important items I can focus in on? What can I bring value to the field? And, you know, I had to take it one step at a time. Um, developing a portfolio and being confident in the terms and language that people use, that was incredibly important. Networking and developing a community, that was important too. And I think my LinkedIn connections were probably like 20 like total <laughs> yeah. when i started yeah. um, because as a professor teaching night college i didn't really think it was no. that important yeah. uh, but you learn so much from your community and you can lean on them when when you need it too and so i i had to learn how to network i had to learn how to talk with people online and develop those relationships so uh, but the other thing that was important, too, was how do you bring value to others? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, um, I, I don't know if this is true, but it's definitely been true for me, is when you put things out into the world, uh, when, you, when you try to give back, uh, people will reciprocate. Uh, and they oftentimes want to help you out. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a sense of goodwill. And especially within L&D, uh, there's a sense of people wanting to assist you and help you throughout your journey and give you what you need. And so because it's a fantastic community and because so many have helped me, I wanted to provide something back as well. So I started a podcast. Um, I uh, lead weekly sessions for um, a global, global development community. Um, I uh, am currently trying to go to different conferences and, you know, uh, act as press so that I'll be able to show people who don't attend those conferences yeah. what it's like and maybe give them an insight on the things that they weren't able to attend to. Yeah. Uh, and 
So being able to give something back, uh, I think, is incredibly important, not only for your conscious, but also for, you know, the upward momentum of, of your own career. Um, yeah. People will start to listen a little bit more. You're going to develop a better community and um, people will start to know you as this person that is being helpful and can be approachable. So it sounds like when you made that transition and you saw all the upskilling that you needed to do, you kind of relatively quickly flipped a switch into using that as an opportunity to also inform others and, and teach others. Um, was there, yeah. was there any moment in that where, cause I think what happens a lot of times is when we see our own skill gap, we see that as proof that we don't have something to offer, which is why we get into this. I need to go seek help. Um, how did you make that transition in your head of like, I have this gap that I'm trying to close, but I can still help others while I am closing my own gap. I think that is so true. And I'm glad you brought that up because that can lead towards this very real imposter syndrome yeah. on trying to give something back. Exactly. And you may think that you're inadequate and the stuff that you have, maybe you haven't been in the game long enough that you, you can't speak the same level that an expert is. And nor should you, um, but there are definitely people that can relate to you on whatever level you're at. Yeah. Um, and understanding someone who comes in who is thrusted into a manager position, well, there are hundreds of people that yes. that is the same situation and they're looking for advice. Yeah. Um, understanding how do you get a job interview or how do you ace a job interview? Everyone goes through that. Trying to figure out, no matter where you are on your journey, what people can relate with that's so important and i'll i'll be honest here like starting the podcast was a way for me to funnel my energy when i was looking for jobs and i would get discouraged yeah. on the rejection emails it was a way for me to focus in on something that i could control and there's also a kind of a selfish aspect to it as well because i get to talk to really smart people who say really smart things and have a sense of kind of like an impromptu mentorship opportunity yeah. where I get to ask them these burning questions that I've had. So, you know, it's not, it's not only just giving back. I feel like you also receive by giving back. No. Um, and that's definitely been true for a lot of these, a lot of these things. Yeah, I think that's true. I think Gary Vaynerchuk often says um, the best way to be selfless is to be selfish, <laughs> you know, some, you know, in, in a weird way, I think, I think that can be true. Awesome. Well, you, you need, you need something to hold you yeah. accountable and also to kind of fuel you as you do this. You yeah, know? no, a hundred percent. Um, okay. Awesome. So then when you think about that, that's your journey to where you are today. When you think about where you are today, are there any particularly challenge, big challenges that you're trying to overcome right now? And do you know yet how you're going to have to change to overcome those challenges? Yeah, um, good question. Um, I feel like everything up until now this past year has been acquiring the job that I'm currently working at. Uh, and I'm happy about that. I'm, I'm very ecstatic to be able to do be able to do this work uh, and be able to work within a talented team. Uh, and I've been thinking recently about how do I take that next step? Uh, what is the trajectory for that? Uh, but the problem is that I am a very like task oriented, like challenge driven person. Like I love taking on new challenges to the point where I sometimes forget to slow down and appreciate the successes and the wins. And, 
you know, just, just kind of like look back at the progress that I've made. Yeah. So um, I think that there's a balance that I, I'm trying to work on. Uh, I do want to consider next steps and I'm not sure if that's going to mean a senior instructional design position or if that means, you know, doing something with conferences. Uh, but I am excited about upskilling in different departments where I see the need. So for instance, I'm looking into some programs and some education and data analytics because I feel like that's something that you can always relate in yeah. whatever position you're in, showing that the work that you're doing has value and demonstrating the ROI on it. Yeah. So that's something that where I want to upskill and I want to get better at. Um, and I also just want to, I'd like to develop a roadmap for where my future is going to go. Um, but I also want to make sure that I, I, I put a couple, I don't know, pit stops on that roadmap so that I can appreciate the small things and appreciate the victories along the way. Awesome. Yeah, that's definitely a really important part of the development journey as well is is taking those those pit stops. So you can kind of just look around and, and enjoy all the all the amazing things that you've accomplished. Um, yeah, my my wife and I, when we went to Europe about two, two years ago, we really, <laughs> we drank a lot of Prosecco. Okay. <laughs> uh, so when we came back home, um, it was one of those things where we kind of ingrained it in our life that when we have a success, or we want to celebrate something, we stop everything, we pop open a bottle, we share a glass, and we just talk about it and nice. talk about what it's done for us. And we have a moment to just, you know, reflect. Yeah. And uh, with how busy everything is, uh, it's difficult to find those moments. So you kind of have to, you got to pencil it in. You got to be intentional about it sometimes. For sure. You, def you definitely need to be intentional about it. It's not the kind of thing that will just naturally happen, at least, at least in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Russell, again, thank you so much for hanging out a little bit longer. Um, this is a great discussion and have a great rest of your day. Thanks for having me. This was fantastic. Excellent. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked the discussion, make sure to hit like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. As a reminder, if your team is struggling keeping up with the training development demands of your organization, we want to help. Better Everyday Studios is a full-service instructional design team that can help you with everything from ideation to actual content creation and delivery. Please reach out to us using the link in the episode notes below. Have a great day.